Hey, everybody. Welcome to Fresher and Parlance, episode number 38. I am Parlance. I'm Fresher. I just cut off Parlance. That's all right. I, was, I had it focused on you the whole time, so it wasn't even right. switching. Yeah. Yes. So, Focus. I am Parlance. And Fresher here. You don't have your lower third on. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. How dare you? How dare you? How will people know to reach out and live tweet us at Fresh and Par? At Fresh and Par. Yeah, at Fresh and Par. We're we're listening to the live tweets. We are, and listening to Jeff, your... Hey, Jeff, come here. Your trusty sidekick. Yeah. Faithful cat cat lover. (laughs) I mean, I do like cats, but I wouldn't consider myself a cat lover. (laughs) I don't know about that. Um, uh, cool. So, so I, I, just, oh, I, I, for, I forgot how to log into uh, Twitter, so uh, that's about it. I know, it's rough. We made a weird password. Yeah. Uh, so big news this week for uh, fans of the show. It is big news. There's big news. Um, we are going to have some new ways to engage with the show. Finally. After yeah. much... After much uh, you know, asking and everyone wanting it. Podcast. Yep. Tell them all about it. Tell them what's going to happen. Almost ready. Like, uh, I'm making the audio available for our YouTube channel, and it's you can watch the feed at rss.fresherandparlance.com. Right now, it's just, like, some sort of, like, fake example one. So if you subscribe, you're going to be disappointed. But by next week, it should have all of our episodes from number one in audio format, so you can listen to it in the background, which is uh, apparently where we're probably better to listen to. <laughs> yeah, because as, as we've heard before, I don't want to stare at your mugs for an hour. Yeah, I know. Uh, I really want to watch in the I really want to listen to a show, but I only have free time in the car. Um, what was the, I'm trying to think of some other of the things that I've heard. Oh, it's about time. I don't even know what uh, YouTube is. That was a very popular excuse. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's an invalid excuse because yeah, I don't even know what YouTube is. Because technically, I stand by that we are not a podcast. We're a YouTube show. No, we are a YouTube show now with podcast supplement. Yeah, it, the, the podcast is definitely a supplement. Um, but it's going to be probably the most bare bones podcast uh, production. I mean, it's literally just the audio of our show, but. Yeah. Nevertheless, pretty soon here, also, we're going to have a, um, been saying it for a long time, but a theme song starting out the show. That's also happening. I'll believe it when I hear it. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, we just got our first... We'll have it before we have a year of shows, so, I mean, that's early enough. That is pretty good. I, you know what? That's fine. I mean, we got eye patches back this week. That's something that podcast was not cutting it. Well, I'll tell you, podcasters can't appreciate the, the eye patch. Yeah, they can't. They have to. I don't know if I can explain all these things in words. There's too much. Yeah, we had a viewer for one second, and they bopped off. So hell with you, viewer. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> I've, I've decided that the that viewer number is not accurate because I know, I know a lot more people are viewing, or I'm just you know under the illusion that they are. So I choose to not believe that viewer number count. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, moving on. Podcast, that's big news. Pretty uh, big. Yeah, episode number 38, that's big news. Um, but 
we both saw movies this week, and oh, I it's like, movie scene. yeah, this is a, this is big news because we rarely ever see a, a movie not together, but in general, just seeing a movie like a uh, more recent release. I went to I see the last Gone. one that we talked about actually, besides today, is Guardians of the Galaxy, which I was super a fan of. Yeah, you were massively. I like that. It's yeah, pretty, it was really good. That was a good good flick. Um, but I went to see Gone Girl. Yeah. So I watched the preview. It seemed all right, I guess. So um, it's a pretty good movie. Don't want to spoil it for anyone, but there's some intrigue. And also, if you want, maybe I'll post it on our Facebook page. There is a guide to how to view Matt uh, Ben Affleck's penis. <laughs> on that movie? Yeah, on that movie. Like there's some sort of special thing you have to do to see it? Apparently, yeah. I didn't see I actually didn't see it. Is it, it like in a mirror or something? Maybe. I didn't see it. Oh, so you didn't look it up. Now you're just trying to like play dumb to not like... No, I, 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 no, no, no. I had heard before the movie opened that his penis was in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And I kept an eye out for it. I saw the scene where I thought the penis should have happened. Like, where, where the penis was. But it happened so fast, the scene cut so fast, never saw it. So apparently you gotta, there's... You gotta pause it. You, you gotta wait till this is on, like, DVR, and you can just, like, hit pause. Yeah, well, so this is my point. So if you need... If you this is something you need to see, then I will put that... We'll put that guide, guide to penis viewing, on, on <laughs> our page. So you... So you won't be disappointed like me. Um, so anyway... Uh, so I saw Gone Girl. I thought it was pretty darn good. Um, I had never read the novel. I didn't realize this is a best-selling novel. And I didn't even know it was a book or whatever. And it was written by the uh, the I used author. To call it a novel. The well, the the movie was actually written by by the uh, by the author of the novel, and it was directed by David Lynch, who is a director I like very much. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, he is. Not David Lynch. Lynch. David, David Lynch. I didn't, I, I didn't mean to see David Lynch. I meant to say David Fincher. This is stemming okay. from... Okay, I know. I was like, wait, what? That would be, like, crazy different. Yeah, no. It was David Fincher, who I like a lot still. I like I him as well. I So, um... That's it. I thought it was pretty good. I don't want to ruin it. I don't know what the spoiler limitations are on a film like this, so I'll just... <laughs> I think the spoiler limitations. Yeah. So, so uh... <coughs> that I saw... Also, um... I still have some of my uh, lingering cold, so my laughing does not work very well, and I'm coffee. But I saw A Million Ways to Die in the West, and um, I mean that's not in the theater anymore. But I watched it like on streaming or whatnot. I was kind of excited about that from the previews, but it was just okay. I thought it wasn't super good, but. <clears throat> So when I heard about that film um, from the various uh, podcasts I listened to that have reviewed it, they said the funniest parts of the film were actually in the trailer, and that was it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, yeah, the trailer was... It was, like, a whole different, like, aspect than I thought. Because it was basically, like, people from now living in the past and then, like, explaining how, like, stuff in the past was weird. But uh, I liked Sarah Silverman. Like, I didn't even know that she was in it, but... She had a good Sarah Silverman character. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, the story was kind of dumb. Like, it would have been better if they just would have had no story and just had it be, like, more crazy stuff about the West or something. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even know if I'll... I'll think I'll wait for that to come on cable. 
that's where I'm at with that one. <laughs> it's like not even video level. It's like, you know, waiting for it to come on cable. Right. So I have three distinct categories, right? Yeah. Um, I have... I have the seat in the theater, which is very few films, right? Yeah, I know. That's, that's really high up there. Right. Then what there's seat in the theater in 3D? That's got to be a level All above right, that. So that's, like, that's slightly above seat in the theater. That's like, yeah. really want to see it, okay? Then below that is, I'm going to rent it, okay? Some way, shape, or form before so it makes... So rent means Redbox, right? Redbox or maybe a digital rental on uh, maybe iTunes or something. Oh, yeah, I would never do any other renting. I feel like renting is kind of pointless at this point. Well, it's not much cheaper unless it's through some subscription service. Well, here's the thing: there's a gap in the in between the theater and finding its way onto streaming services. So if you really want to see it, you have to rent it. I will say I've only rented movies with credit before. I've never actually used my own money. Oh yeah. Um. So usually it's Redbox. Um. So then below that is what I like to call the premium cable level. Okay. And. Yeah. Right, and then if here's the thing: if I don't see the premium cable, all right, then I'm either gonna I'm not gonna wait. It's never bit like basic cable that that doesn't exist for me anymore. I rarely watch a movie on basic cable. Who watches? I, movies I feel like it takes forever. Like then you just have to be watching it at a random time. Right. So so okay. then it from it goes from premium cable, so like an HBO Stars, then it goes to Netflix. And if it doesn't find its way to Netflix or Amazon Instant Video, I may never see it. I may yeah, never no, see I it. agree. That's yeah. That's accurate. Right. right. So that, that's the thing. And here's a funny a funny thing when you go to a movie. If you want to get a few chuckles, here, this is a guaranteed guaranteed laugh. Um, <laughs> I feel like that should be a whole other thing, like just things you can yell out in a theater when you're going to see a movie that are guaranteed laughs. Right. Oh, well, I have, a, I have a funny story about that, actually. But let me tell you this one. This is a classic. You know when the trailers come on and it's a really stupid trailer. So you yeah. know how sometimes like trailers don't match the movie you're going to see. Yeah, so, no, definitely. I mean, sometimes like there's like yeah, there's definitely that quiet zone where like you can tell that like nobody in this audience thinks it looks good at all, and like you can hear whispering like, "Oh, that looks lame" or whatever. Right, right. So here's here's a good funny thing to say. After the trailer runs, right, and it's and it's it just ends, and the thing is like in theaters November fifteenth. You know. <laughs> Right? Just yell out really loudly, Rental! Just do that. <laughs> I uh, couldn't work, yeah. No, it's, it's a guaranteed chuckler. People will chuckle. Not the whole audience will chuckle, but a few people will chuckle. I feel like that it's got to be different. Rental is too old. I mean, that would have worked. I don't know. It's not really, that's brings up the whole thing of having to explain right, what I'll, your tears are. All right, fine. Just, then just like, see you on Insta Amazon Instant Video, bitches! Or something like that. I know, right? Yeah. So yeah, no, that would probably work. Yeah, that's like a modern update. I'm telling you, this joke used to work like you know, circa 2002. I don't know if it yeah. works anymore. But... I think that you just say Netflix. <laughs> yeah, there oh, you go. Y'all Netflix. <laughs> I'll pirate you later, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then uh, the other. Here's a story. Actually, I don't. I rarely ever speak in the theater. I'm, I find I'm, I find it offensive. Uh, I feel like this is a you know, preface to that you talked a lot during this movie you're about to tell a story about. I didn't talk... I, I did not talk... I, we, what do you mean? That I ta I've told this story before. I, I've never told it on air. Um, but there was a film called Enemy of the State. Oh, okay? yeah. Yeah. With Gene Hackman and Will Smith. Do you know who I'm talking about? You know this movie? Yeah, Enemy of the State. I mean, I didn't see it, but I know about it. 
So, uh, oh, by the way, everyone, if you want to talk about your favorite movie incidents where you've talked in the movie or had someone talk to you in the movie when you didn't want them to, feel free to reach us at Fresh and Par. Yeah, um, and we'll talk about it right now live. Right now live. As a matter of fact, if you have a blog post about it, I'll even read that blog post on air. So um, if, you, if you so happen to have a Tumblr about people talking in the movies, I will go to that page right now on air. But, but they have to tell us in either Twitter or Facebook, because like, otherwise how would we know? Well, I said, at Fresh and Par. you got to put it up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they have to, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So anyway. So, continue. So this is the movie Enemy of the State, okay? And there's this really climactic scene where Gene Hackman has, like, taken Will Smith, because Will Smith somehow got, mis- you know, mistaken identity. His son got inserted, they inserted um, a memory card into his Turbo Graphics. You remember Turbo Duo? That was a pretty cool yeah. um, system. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, so he has all this information, and, and uh, Gene Hackman's trying to, like, get him to safety. And they're on the roof of this thing, and he's, like, screaming at him. And, and the Gene Hackman character, which I forget his name, he's, like, screaming at him, and he goes, Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Right? And in the middle of the movie, I just, I, I don't know what happened. I, something came over me, and I yelled out, You're Gene Hackman! And the, <laughs> the crowd went nuts. The crowd <laughs> went nuts. This was in, yeah. This was in New York City. It was probably whatever. What year was that? It was probably like '99. Looking it up. Yeah. Enemy, enemy of the state. 1998. Ooh, so, good call. Yeah, close. So, well, I knew I was in. I was in the school, the university in New York. So I remember doing it, and uh, to this day, I, I'll never forget that. Uh, got a got a huge loud laugh from the crowd. It was at the Union. <laughs> Union Square Theater, which was a, a big, huge theater with lots of screens and quite nice. Um, I don't so anyway, think I've ever done a mid a mid movie call out joke. Oh well, here's the thing: if you go to kind of a more urban movie theater, yeah, um, you get a lot of that. You get a lot of cat calls on the screen. That seems annoying. Oh, it's totally annoying. I mean, like if they're good, sure, but I feel like most of the time they probably suck. No, you'll just hear, like, things like, oh, no, you did it! Like, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yelling at the screen, like, either, or, like, don't be going in there! Or, you know, like... <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah, I can, I can totally imagine that. Like, in horror movies, will they be like, you know, don't, like, they'll yell at the screen, like, bitch, you're about to get stabbed, y'all! <laughs> yeah, that's not where I thought you were going with that. Bitch, you're about to get stabbed! It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah, so um, so anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, why don't we talk about more festive things? Oh, man, uh, festive. Yeah, so why don't you tell me a little bit. I saw something on Facebook this week that had the most likes I think I've ever seen of any image. Oh, my gosh. Well, not, not any image, but... Any I'm, image that I've seen on my friends, um, from my friends. But I've posted, I think that uh, Jeff, my cat's costume, he was, he's a taco for Halloween. It probably got the most posts that I've got so far. And I have it queued up here, so I can show the viewers at home. Jeff's Taco Cat outfit is pretty good. He's, he's going on here with his Taco Cat outfit. I got it at Petco. It's got some uh, some shiny skin lettuce here and, like, you know, a little bit of cheese and some maybe red peppers. He's, he's very uh, – he's excited to be wearing it. He's, uh, you know – he looks, he's 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 a fan of it. I think I I left it out in the kitchen. He sniffs at it every once in a while. 
<laughs> he probably thinks it's a taco and he just wants to eat it. Yeah, it could be. But so I was thinking of um, what we need to let that your Jeff needs a name like um, the gato el gato taco. <laughs> el gato chef. <laughs> oh yeah, el gato. Yeah, no, that's just chef. <laughs> right. Uh, el ga- is it gato cat? <coughs> yeah, I think so. El gato. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've eaten cat in a taco before from one of those trucks that are just like in parking uh, lots of like gas stations. I don't. Th- I don't think it would be any more economical. Why? The um. Uh, I don't know. I feel like those meat things and those those street meats. I feel like like having it be rats or something would be way easier. Uh, rats, that was uh, possible. So back in the day when I worked in, in New York City, I would always get the street meat and people would always question me. Like, you know those... Ah, street meat. You're all you know, about the street meat. I'm all about the street meat, yeah. That totally sounds like you're uh, just hooking up with gigolos. Gigolos? <laughs> yeah. I don't the know what that... Meat. Uh, yeah, no, street meat. Halal food carts? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Street meat, yeah. The chicken that's like bright orange. Totally. Or, or whatever. No, just, you know, it doesn't matter. And then um, in, in Astoria, where I, I was living for many years, which is in Queens, a suburb of, or whatever, a borough of of, Manhattan, of uh, New York City, uh, they have a, uh, it's a large Greek influence in that in that neighborhood, and they have um, souvlaki, which is just like skewered meat on a stick. Yeah. And like, just, it doesn't even have what kind of meat it is? It's, uh, I think it's, uh, you get it in different ones, but it's normally uh, beef. Yeah. But they'll also do the, they usually serve it, with, like, with a piece of bread with some sauce and stuff that they'll sprinkle over the top of it. But um, I would do the souvlaki, I would take the souvlaki, I would have them take the bread and make me a souvlaki sandwich on the street, and man, oh man, drunken food, that is a great, that's it. You're coming that's home, good. you're coming home from uh, bars, it's, Couple, you know, couple two, three, four a.m. in the morning, and you're walking down the street, and you go get out of the subway, and wham, bam! I'll take a souvlaki on a bun. Nothing, nothing more delicious with some hot sauce and some whatever kind of white garlicky tahini thing that they would throw on there. As <laughs> yeah, well. yeah. They talk about that on the flight of the Concords. I mean, not exactly, but they talk about the um, the kebabs because that's a thing too. It's so it's a pretty much like a kebab. It's exactly yeah. like a kebab. Well, I will tell you this, uh, just to get back on topic. I think Jeff looks very, very cute as a taco, but I'm gonna have to tell you this: you aren't the first cat to have a taco costume. No, definitely. I mean, I got it at Petco. It was an impulse buy. Well, my <laughs> mom, original thing. My mom and I don't have the Im- uh, image, unfortunately. Sent me a picture of her cat in a taco costume. That's pretty cool. So. Taco twins. Yeah, t- there you go. Uh, is there some sort of double stuff talk? Maybe we could get them together and roll them together. Probably only a Taco Bell. It's like Gordita Cat. <laughs> double stuff Gordita. Cat it's cat. like the the, um, the Dorito Taco Cat costume. <laughs> Ooh, that's see, that's now you're thinking out of the box here. This is like branding. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, speaking of food, um, I have one quick story. I just want to throw a plug out there. There's a I don't know if you know this, but there is a dumpling craze in the east side. Of oh, my gosh. Did you know this? I, mean, I, didn't know it was a, I didn't know it was a craze status, but I know since they opened the, uh, that, um, what's the name of the Taiwanese one? Din Tai Fung. Yeah, Din Tai Fung. That was like, it started the whole thing. Because there weren't any before that, right? Well, I think there were always dumplings, but there wasn't the places that just specifically focused on it. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. 
But, I mean, there's always been dim sum places which sort of have dumplings, you know? Yeah, for sure. But, like, just to have it be, like, a super focus. Right. Um, By the way, you ever hear people who abbreviate Din Tai Fung as DTF? No. Really? DTF? Yeah, it's. I feel like whenever I see that, I'm like, I don't think you mean what you think you mean. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I saw uh, someone was wait, like, how, what would be the best phrasing for that? Like, um, no, like I, I saw. I totally feel like I, I'm no. feeling super DTF uh, tonight. <laughs> that would be the, I guess, the best phrasing. No, there was. I forget. It was just like, um, it was a picture of their child. This is one of my Facebook. Oh, picture of a child. It, it was a picture of their child, and it was like, uh, something like, "Can't wait, DTF." <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's really good. That's pretty good. Just. Well, I got I got freezing here. Oh my gosh! Did you get freezing? Uh, a little bit, maybe. Yeah, you're all fuzzy. Am I fuzzy to you? Uh, no. Wait. Maybe. It's your internet, dude. It might be my internet. I'm here for, uh, picking up. Yeah, just, you're gonna have to cover for me when I, when I go away. We have two, we had two viewers not just a moment ago. Um, so just to fill in, if you have any stories and you want to throw them out to us, we want to hear about your, uh, <coughs> favorite, what was it, what would, what did we want? Oh, your favorite, uh, movie situation where you made, you talked out loud or had someone talk out loud, you could send it at Fresh and Par or go to yeah. our Facebook page. Or if you have a favorite dumpling and you're DTF. Uh, let, let... Or if you're just DTF, email us. <laughs> the show at freshandpar.com. Oh, freshandparlance.com. Hashtag fap time. Yeah, hashtag fap time. All right, so speaking of food, this is a big deal. This is, this, we had a comment on our video. But I want to, oh, first, yeah. but first off, I want to talk about, you bought a lot of things, and this one is food related. I um, did. We talked about this on the show before a number of times, but because I'm really excited about it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah, Mr. Fresher, what is I, delivering tomorrow to your house? I'm totally tomorrow. Supposedly, according to the FedEx delivery mail, I should be getting my Soylent, my food replacement. So it's the um, Soylent. It's actually version 1.1 now. Is a um, it's a powder food composed of all the nutrients that is like that's needed for a person like for each uh, each meal or whatever so like supposedly you could just eat this and um, you would be totally healthy like not necessarily like not more healthy but like you'd get all the things that you need so it's basically the idea behind the project is to replace rice and beans as the staple worldwide food because like most people are malnutrition because they're they, all they can eat is rice and that doesn't have everything you need. But to have a balanced uh, diet, like you need to have like some of like vegetables and maybe specific you know nutrients and whatever. So like they had nutritionists come up with like <clears throat> the minimum that you need for each one of the nutrients that your you know a regular human body needs. Because everyone's different, so they're just standardizing. But Soylent is what they came up with. And it has like over a year shelf life, and uh, you just mix it with water. So it do, it comes as a powder because it's cheaper to ship, and so they can they can have it shipped for really cheap to different places. So I bought a month's supply, which is seven packets, and um, 
Uh, it ends up right now because they haven't ramped up production as much because they're you know just starting. It costs about three dollars per meal for a two thousand calorie diet per day, which is you know the standard or whatever. And uh, yeah, it should come on Friday. So then, it's not that you don't have to eat food. It's just that uh, you can eat anything that you want. It's just that you don't have to rely on eating for sustaining yourself. So then, to sustain yourself, like if you you don't like want to make food or you just don't feel like figuring out what you want to eat, <coughs> you can like drink this and it'll like fulfill your body's need for you know that eating amount or whatever. I don't know. It's pretty cool. I think I think it's pretty exciting. It sounds pretty exciting. We were gonna have a big. Uh, we were gonna. I was gonna have you. I know. Uh, if I had got it, but I didn't get it yet. If you got it, so maybe we'll do it next week where you could show. Yeah, well, people. I mean, I will have already tried it because it's supposed to come tomorrow. But no, no, no. I'm not talking about trying. Not obviously. If it came today, we would have waited for you to try it for the first time, and you could do it for you. Yeah, yeah. But um, now so, that actually, what? Well, uh, I was gonna say. So when I do try it for the first time, I'll have my hangout set up. And I'll have a pre-recorded segment. How about? And then uh, maybe I can figure out how to pipe that in to all this junk. I like that. I like that. And and you we haven't done that yet. So far, it's just been purely live. Or frankly, you could just do a separate recording of it and of you doing it. And we could put it up on there, and if people want to check it out, you could just t- you could show them how to oh, make that's it. True. Yeah, like just link to it. Like you can see my pr- yeah. Good point. Um, but anyway, uh, so this brings up a big question. So there was quite the hullabaloo over uh, the last week or so because apparently you had mentioned to a number of people that we both know, mutual acquaintances, if, yeah. you, if she, we, we should say this, right, um, that you do not actually grocery shop. You I do not go to grocery to, shop. All right, so. I mean, I go to the grocery store, like, on a – per need basis, but, like, it's not a regular thing that I do. Right. So th- you, they were like, do you, you don't buy apples? And your response was? If I feel like an apple, I'll go get one, but I definitely am not going to have them on hand. And if you want to make a burrito, what are you going to do? Yeah, I'll just go get it at the store. I mean, it's you, like a super on-demand thing. There's no reason to have the stuff at my house. So you have absolute – what – so here – this is where – So I do have – I have a standard – set of things that I will have, but it's, like, really low, and I only get things that don't expire, because I... My main problem is that, like, for instance, you want to make, like, spaghetti or whatever, like, some sort of... You want to make an omelet or something, right? Like, you have to buy more stuff than to make that one omelet that you want. But then, unless you're, like, committed to making omelets several times, like, you're going to have all this extra stuff. So, like, it... So then, like, it's, like, a waste because I'm not going to make anything else in that, like, because I'm probably not going to want an omelet in twice in the time that it would take for, like, the eggs and, I don't know, whatever else to, like, expire. So I only buy stuff that doesn't expire. So, I mean, here's here's the thing. For me, staples, very common, like, things I keep in the house, popcorn, bread, uh, wa- like, um, not water, but coffee, uh, some milk, some sort of milk product. Uh, yeah, some- so, yeah. Some sort of like, you know, maybe a tortilla, some pickles, you know, things just like my refrigerator is constantly full. Yeah. With vegetables, fruit, juices, you know, um, various like, 
you know, concoctions that I've made and I throw in there and then eat them over time. So what you're saying, in your refrigerator right now, you have no food products in there. Uh, yeah, I think right now I have, like, so I use the, the green tea ginger ale. It's one of my favorites. I drink that fairly often. And uh, I keep a case of Coke, Coca-Cola. Just, I mean, I actually don't drink that that often, but it comes up enough and it doesn't go bad that I want to have it in there because if I want it and then it's not there, it's kind of annoying. And I keep vitamin water because it's good for hangovers. And it's also good, but it's kind of like sugary. Usually I'll just drink water because I'd rather have something that doesn't have as much sugar. Like I just don't like the sugary taste in my mouth. But uh, so yeah, Coke, ginger ale. Uh, I keep a bottle of champagne in my fridge just in case. It doesn't go bad, so might as well keep it in there. And uh, I have like ketchup and mustard and things. But those actually do go bad, so by the time that I use them, like, a lot of times I just have to buy a new one anyways. It's kind of annoying. And, uh, yeah, so in the fridge, I think that's all that I have. And then um, in the freezer, I have uh, microwave burritos, the bean ones. Because uh, if, if I'm too lazy, then that's usually what I'll eat. Uh, I have the microwave edamame packets, because, yeah, those don't go bad either, and that's, like, a good snack. And uh, usually I'll have one oven pizza in case I feel like having an oven pizza. And uh, some sort of... A lot of times I'll have, like, popsicles or something, but those usually get freezer burn and I have to throw them out too. So, like, sometimes if someone comes over and like, oh, I'll get popsicles, and then, I don't know. I don't eat those very often. So probably in the, in the freezer, burritos, edamame... Uh, microwave pizza, I mean, no, I mean, oven pizza, and some sort of ice cream thing, whether like not ice cream, but like a popsicle. So I guess, I guess where I'm going with this one is, is that uh, Soylent Green, or Soylent Green, Soylent, Soylent. 1.1 1. um, is perfect for um, people in Africa when they can't, you know, there's not enough food yeah. sources around, and you. Yeah, I mean, so it's basically if you don't want to bother with food, but you still need to sustain your body. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's, you, that's but you the, do love food. You love eating. You like good food, right? No, yeah, I mean, I like food, but I don't want to rely on it. I mean, like, I want to have it, like, when I feel like it. I don't want to have it because I need it. What's the difference? Because you need it always. You need to eat. I know. That's what's annoying. <laughs> I wish I didn't have to eat all the time. If you could just eat, like, when you felt like it. I see, I see. And that's uh, usually why people eat unhealthy, because usually McDonald's or whatever is the easiest, is the cheapest thing that you can get, that, like, yeah, you need food, you're hungry. But, like, if the cheapest, easiest thing you could get was actually enough, to, like, that was, you know, not, like, probably the healthiest, but, you know, like, it actually fulfilled the nutritional needs that you needed... Like, that's way better for you. That's way better than just eating McDonald's. No, I'm not, hey, I'm not disagreeing. I know, but, I'm, yeah, I'm just like, that's the justification, that they, it's replacing a staple, and so everyone can have a minimum level of nutrition, and then they can also eat whatever else they want, too. So that, uh, I hope that covers it for people, because they were very, they were very curious of this whole situation. I know. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't... Basically, I don't buy. I don't like to have things that go bad because I end up throwing them away. And if I want something, I'm just going to go buy a single portion of it because I don't want to like. 
yeah, it might be more expensive, but I'm probably not going to want it twice. Right. So I like having, personally, I like having a bunch of things in the house that I could whip together to make really fast. I know, that would be cool, but I like, it's too many variables. I mean, like, you're never using all the stuff. It goes bad. True story, but it's still nice to have. I went, as a matter of fact, I went apple picking this weekend, and I bought a lot of apples. That's cool. Now I don't know what to do with those apples. You were I saying mean, also apple picking, though. You uh, you pick the apple, and then it wouldn't be good enough. You just drop it on the ground. That's right. That is true. Waste. It's, it's not a waste. No one's going to eat that. No one's going to be. I pull off the tree. If it has a worm in it, who's going to eat that? A bird or a worm. <laughs> the worm's already eating it. The worm is eating it. Yeah, exactly. I don't need to eat the worm. One time I was eating, a, I was over at a friend's house and they were doing, a, we were having like a dinner and um, they made corn on the cob and as I, I took a bite into the corn on the cob, just to the left of my butt I saw a curled burnt worm that had oh, already... It was in the yeah. corn on the cob? Yeah, it was in the corn on the cob. I never even heard of worms in corn. Yep. It was a, it was a, it was a real corn, worm corn on the cob. Worm, worm on the cob. It was a, a corn, corn on the cob fiasco. It was a fiasco. It was disgusting. I almost barfed because it was like in there, just hanging out, cooked. Uh, um, I know. Yeah, but that was it. So uh, on top of other things you purchased, this one, uh, we've gone through the drum of you buying that uh, computer and never getting it. But this one you've been talking about, computer. talking about. I never got it. It got canceled. Yeah. This one you've been talking about and talking about, and you finally got it. What did you buy? Let I us know. Like, finally ordered the Moto 360 watch. I was what? reluctant because I did really want it, but I was waiting for the maybe Nexus 6 because, I don't know, it seemed cooler, but the thing that put me over the top for the watch, it's a smartwatch, Moto 360, is that it sucks that uh, I was really disappointed that the Nexus 5 never came out with... Um, the directly talking to it. So if it's off, and you, you have to have be on the home screen to say, okay, Google, and then have it search something. But I just want to be able to say, just out of nowhere, like, okay, Google, what time is it? And then have it, like, say the time. But supposedly I think the watch will do that. Because when I was laying in bed yesterday, like, usually when I'm, like, laying in bed trying to go to sleep, and I'm thinking about stuff, and there's some sort of question that, like, I could easily, like, look up on the Internet, but I don't want to, like, ruin my closeness to sleep by, like, turning over and checking something on my phone. If I could just mutter, you know, like, okay, Google, like, convert this number for me or, like, what time is it or something without having to actually move, super useful to me. I wish I could do that. So I hope this watch will fulfill that. Plus, I mean, they're doing a bunch of updates with, like, Android L and all that. So maybe I think they're going to try to integrate it a lot more. should be cool. Um, I just want to point out that uh, we do have a one very dedicated uh, fan, Tom, Mr. Tom, Tom. Rue. Yeah, he is Tom. so. Yeah, he was so dedicated that he texted me to let me know that he wasn't going to be able to watch us live for the first like That's twenty dedication. minutes. I responded back snarkily, like, "Haha, likely story, Tom." Yeah, you know, and he's like, "No," and he responded back, he's like, "No, dude, seriously, I was watching baseball with someone at the bar." And I'm just getting home. I'm sorry, I, didn't, I can't watch it. I'm that sorry. Is dedication. Yeah, that I've is... got a lot of um, I've got a lot of traction with my friends too. Like my friend Nathan was really interested in the podcast, which is one of the other reasons I was. I mean, I know it's been really popular. Like everyone's been asking for it, 
the audio stream because, I mean, we are conducive to just audio versus nobody wants to look at our faces. But, yeah, no. I, thanks, thanks everybody, for uh, supporting our show. Yeah, we just had three viewers going right now. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah, but now it's, yes. now it's down to two. So that third guy, I don't know what happened to you. Or girl. Could be a girl. Could be a girl. I, I think that they're watching. I'm convinced that when you're watching on a, some sort of non-YouTube channel thing, like, it doesn't show up. So I think we could have hundreds of viewers right now. Hundreds. Live. What? If that deserves it. I'm calling it. <laughs> Ooh. Speaking of that noise, I think... Uh, yeah, I think it's time for it. I think it's time for it. I think it's time. Let's see if this... I don't even know if I could get it to... Oh, wait, here we go. Are you ready? Oh, wait, how do I do this? Okay, here we go. And... And there you go. <laughs> Is it on it? it uh, it was on it. It was on it. I thought it was on it. There it is. See World War E. World War E. Yeah. So uh, you didn't say it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have to say it for the podcast now because if they don't see it. Um, so anyway, this is where we talk about the latest goings on and all things, all diseases that start with the letter E. And yeah. the, the uh, Ebola. Yeah, it's pretty much only Ebola. Well, we've had E. coli. That was big. Oh, yeah, there was there were several E. coli scares. And then we had enterovirus. That was also big. Um, yeah. And that's still happening. By the way, have you seen, speaking of enterovirus, I do have something to add to the, this segment. I saw that there was a study done by, I don't know who it was, but it was flying around the right-wing tabloids. And... Um, that that the enterovirus is rare in the last 30 years, and they're speculating that it came from all these Honduran and Guatemalan children that were brought here. Remember really? that whole yeah? You remember that exodus where the kids were coming up to the border? Kinda. And they were putting I mean, them, they were putting them in like camps in like New Mexico and Arizona and stuff. No, no, actually, if that was, I don't remember that, but yeah. Well, they're, now they're saying that the, the that the virus came from them, and that's how why it's so prevalent right now. Oh my god, the, the kids! Kick them out of here! No, it's more like the all oh, those dirty immigrants. I know, right? <laughs> um. So, uh, but yeah, there's so much stuff. So much stuff this week. This so, week it's it's exploding. So it looks like Tom is actually he must be home from the baseball game because he's already. I know he's tweeting. Yeah, he's saying, why ask, why, ask, why ask your watch about the time when you can look at it? Great question. Because I don't want to wake up. I want to mutter in my sleep. My eyes are closed. <laughs> I'm like, I can, you know, like, it takes me a while to fall asleep, and I'm laying there, and I'm thinking about stuff, and then, like, you know, I can kind of feel, like, that you're maybe almost asleep, but then, like, I really want to, like, look at something, but oh, I better just, I better just, like, ride this going to sleepness. And then, like, but I really want to know. So if I could just mutter, like, okay, Google, what time is it? <laughs> like, I think it wouldn't wake me up that much. You know what I mean? Well, that's, uh, that's why. speaking of on the verge of sleeping, uh, I had this conversation uh, this week about, you know, I don't know if you know this, but if you're with other people and you're sleeping and they go, hey, dude, are you sleeping? No, always the next response is, no, I ain't sleeping. No, we, t we talked about this. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, well, we I didn't think talk that about that's the ultimate test of someone's uh, like character or whatever is whether or not when they're almost sleeping, if they say yes or no. 
I don't know, man. I I've tried. Yeah, it's the ultimate test. We yeah, we have something on it. My uh, um, I've I've got to the point now where I'm like, I'm I just say yeah, I'm sleeping. Just do what you're doing. Keep going. That's, that's I feel like that's what you should do. You shouldn't say you're not because if you are, why are you saying you're not? I think because people are I and my speculation is this: people feel that sleeping is a weakness. I know, but like, like you're still doing it. So just admit it. No, dude, you're in like, because here's the thing, you're like in a half state. You're half sleeping, half awake. And yeah, you're but just... you're trying not to, and then you're, I don't know. It's a whole thing. It's yeah. a whole thing. So my feeling, and I made a joke about it, is it's, a, it's some sort of primal urge not to be wanting to eaten by a tiger, and, and uh, everyone thought I was serious about that comment, and they're like, eaten by a tiger, yeah, right, parlance, way to go. <laughs> uh, so, but anyway... Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> back to World War E. This is important. We've had much updates here. We had uh, we had the we had the second victim in the U.S. Had yeah. another nurse at the same hospital that was taking care of the first victim that came from Africa. Not only was this one more troubling than the first one, um, because she got on a plane while symptomatic to Cleveland and well, actually from Cleveland back to Dallas. So I know, and they're trying to. Like, find everyone. 133 other people, or 132 p- people on the plane. So they have to find and identify all those people and find out and monitor them for the next 21 days to see if they're going to get sick. Um, then there was a story about um, this lady had a dog. So I don't know if you know this, but apparently in Spain when they had a, a nurse there who got um, infected and I think ultimately died, uh, yeah. she had a dog and they just put the dog to sleep. But here in America... Don't fuck. We don't fuck with dogs. Sorry, I. Cursed, I didn't know but... dogs could get it. Well, that's the thing. They don't even know. They have no idea. Oh. They don't know if a dog can get it. it. Could be a carrier. Can't be a character. Essentially, it's like not enough information. So uh, they're putting it under close observation. And this dog is pretty darn cute. I wish I had the image to put up, but I don't. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. So you should look at look it up. This little cute little. I think it's like a cocker spaniel or some sort of weird little, little shaggy haired dog thing. I'm just uh, sharing a link that. Uh... One of the like people on the plane was a male stripper who she sat next to, and he's being quarantined also. There, she was sitting next to a male stripper. Yeah, from Ohio to Texas. Oh. Sat three feet from Amber Vision reveals their self quarantine, self quarantining twenty one days and have bleached their luggage. Oh, they're oh. self quarantining themselves. Uh, oh, here, let's see, let's see. Uh, let's see. I love Daily Mail online. Here, let's see what the bullets say. Uh, Axel Good and Taylor Cole were flying back from a romance novel convention and unwittingly sat just a few feet from a bullet-stricken nurse, Amber Vincent. Okay, first off, unwittingly sat next a, just just a few feet from a bullet-stricken nurse, Amber. How do they unwitt- unwittingly? I don't think that's the right word. They sat next to her. This is an official publication. They should uh, yeah. get the facts. Mr. Phrasing. First off, Mr. Good and Mr. Cole, these are two dudes going to a romance novel convention. Bro. A romance novel convention? What? That's awesome. Yeah, they were going to That's a romance amazing. novel. That's news in and of itself. Who goes to romance? Yeah, yeah. This should be, actually, this should be a story. It should be are like, they like people who like, like they paint for like the covers or something? This is what it should say. This should say, two dudes flying back from... This should be the headline. Two dudes flying... Flying back from Ohio. Oh, I'm sorry. Two dudes attend romance novel convention, and then at the end, also sat next to a bowl of victim. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> I like that the guy's name is Axel. Uh, Axel and Taylor. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe they were male models, but I don't know. Uh, let's say they have raised two thousand five hundred dollars from friends and fans to help offset the cost of their voluntary quarantine. Wait, from friends and fans. So wait a minute. Who is Axel Good? Because why do they have fans? They're male strippers. Of course, they have fans. <laughs> no, no. What? Oh my God! You gotta look up Axel Good, dude. <laughs> off topic. Off topic. Oh dear God, dude. He is a model cover guy. <laughs> I'm looking at the the USA Today best-selling author, and the, the title of it is Axel the Hunter, and it's this blonde-haired dude with like yeah. a little a little. As a matter of fact, now that I'm looking at this, it appears to me that this guy Axel, it, they use the same photo like seven times on on seven different books. That's why why he went to the um, convention because he's like on half of the romance novels. Oh man, what what great intrigue, man! What what gems World War E brings up each week. I know. Thank thanks, you, Tom. Tom. Yeah, thanks, Tom, for bringing that. Is fascinating. <laughs> um, <laughs> this guy is crazy. Oh, <laughs> I like the, I'm like, I feel like that you could almost like start a Kickstarter for self-quarantining yourself. I just self-quarantine myself right now. That's like not even uh, likely, but maybe. No one knows. Well, here's the thing. Fans of the Fresher and Parland show, if you want us to impose a self-quarantine, feel free to send us some Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, I know. Bitcoin. At the show at fresherandparlance.com. Yeah, or or doggy coin or Dogecoin or whatever. Just any, uh, just send us anything, basically. Any, yeah, pretty much anything. Gold, any, we'll take gold. <laughs> uh, gold's too fancy and it's heavy. Yeah, I mean, we'll still take it. I'm not yeah, a but... Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Oh my gosh, this is freaking amazing. This. But what else? I mean, there's more. There's more. World War E. Oh, there is more. Uh oh, yes. Uh, there was a picture of a person. Uh, taken wearing a full-on uh, biological hazard suit in the oh, Dallas yeah, the airport. Our coworker said that they were going to do that, like, because they're going on a trip, like, next week or something, and they're totally going to wear, like, the mask and, like, the, you know, basically lab coat-type suit thing. Then, uh, I, I mean, I don't blame them. On uh, the airplane. Yeah, and then on top of that, uh, I heard that there was a, a mini strike of uh, sanitation workers on the plane. I didn't know that. Because they said, uh, I think it was in New York, uh, where the, the they didn't want to, they feel that they are unprotected because they have to go clean the bathroom and they regularly deal with feces, urine, and vomit. Yeah. And they have no way of cleaning up and no way of knowing if it was Ebola. That's crazy. And then lastly, and this is something that you wanted to point out to me, which was, hey, look, a bull is not the story, Parlance. Here's the that real was story. After the conversation with one of our other co-workers. I want you to tell us a little bit about this. I mean that uh I mean basically the flu is way more contagious and kills way more people in the United States and like worldwide than Ebola has at all. And like uh like on a yearly basis and like I mean, yeah, we're watching out for that, too, but, like, you know, it's just more deadly. You can put it in perspective, you know? Well, it says here, also, HIV-AIDS kills 15,000 people in the U.S. each year, too. 
Yeah. And right now we've had, what, two deaths in the U.S.? But to your point, it is more true that, like, the fatality rate, if you get it, is way higher. Yeah, so, like, if you look at raw numbers and, and you know, how it's contagious, then, yeah, flu is by far more deadly in that respect. But in terms of death rate, like, as if you get it, you know, Ebola owns that category, man. Yeah, because, like, if you get it, like, you're pretty much dead. Like, the survival rate is not very high. Like, in two weeks or three weeks, you're dead. Well, I mean, here's the thing. HIV AIDS, I think, has a mortality rate of near 100% too, but it's, like, a long, slow road. I mean, yeah, they just postpone it now. It's like that South Park. It's pretty much just, like, you throw money at it and you can live just normal. Yeah. Um, so I think that should do it for World Warrior. Let me give the... Let me give the... That, that sounded weird to me, that one. Didn't sound like the normal the normal sound effect. World War E. So uh, I think, you know, we're, we are running a little longer. Yeah, I, I wanted to mention at least... Yes, you have to talk technology about technology side of things. Yeah. I was pretty excited that I read this week that Lockheed Martin, like the, you know, the manufacturer of, like, a lot of uh, aerospace things and planes and whatever, um, they've come up with a new fusion reactor design that's like totally different than the ones that they people have been working on classically, and uh, it has promised to like have a production model in the next ten years that will like basically solve the world's energy problems. And it's like uh, it, it can be the size right now. The one they're working on is basically the size of a jet engine, so it could power airplanes and ships and like uh, power grids. But then it's scalable also. But uh, so clean energy, fusion power. That's like and it can't blow up because uh, it's like, um, I mean, it's not like fission where you're trying to reach a critical mass. It's like you're getting up to the energy where they're fused, and so it's not going to, like, super explode. If anything, the energy will go down, and it's, you know, it, like, maybe you'll have some, like, radioactive material, but they're going to have, like, a nuclear explosion. Anyways, that's exciting. So. And, and I, the thing I, I mean, this is apparently, look, when you read a headline that says, essentially... Lockheed's Martin, and this is not from like a, a place yeah. where it's like, it says Lockheed Martin's new fusion reactor might change humanity forever. I mean, that is crazy. When did yeah, we and it's like, like not, yeah, that it's a major company. I mean, like, usually a major company is not going to make an announcement like that, you know what I mean? Like, if they go back, like, that's like a huge thing for them. It's not like a company that's invented something and starting based on that. They're already super set in, like, uh, defense and, like, pretty much across every major, like, government-type project, and, like, they're coming up with it, and they're saying that it's feasible publicly. I feel like that's pretty big. They're saying in five years they'll have a 100-megawatt uh, uh, engine ready to go, which is capable of, of populating a 80,000-home city, and it only measures 23 by 42 feet. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. And, like, also, that's only uses, like, it uses barely any fuel, and it's totally, like, yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. It says you could put it on a semi-trailer similar to a small gas turbine, put it on a pad, hook it up, and it could be running in a few weeks. That is amazing. I hope this is true. I want to hear more about it. I hope it happens. I know. Also, uh, the batteries, they have a new, um, new lithium-ion battery technology, which those seem like they say that they're coming out, like, all the time, but... This one promises to charge in only, like, two minutes to, like, 100%. And uh, 
like the headlines are misleading because it says it'll last for 20 years, but it's the shelf life is 20 years. So then if you charge it, like it doesn't like deplete its charge over the time, even though it still has the same capacity as the batteries now. So it'll be quick charging, same capacity, longer like shelf life, which is pretty cool. Quick charging, long lasting. Sounds like an advertisement for Viagra. <laughs> right, but that's that's technology for a for a short thing. Uh, but but uh, one thing back to that reactor thing, Skunk Works, by the way. That, yeah. that, that's pretty cool. The official alias for Lockheed Martin's advanced development program is called Skunk Works. That's yeah, pretty no, that's cool. A, that's super, yeah, yeah. That's a huge, huge part of, like, secret military technology. Skunk yeah, they're, Works. They're responsible for the U-2, the SR-71 Blackbird, the F-117 Nighthawk, and the F-22 Raptor. Pretty cool. Oh, and its main project right now is the F-35 Lightning too, which, by the way, is pretty freaking badass if you look at it. Oh, so, another... I think that they all... No, it was Boeing, because there's a, the secret uh, Air Force space shuttle thing, like space shuttle drone. It's uh, just... I think it's landing next week, and it's been in space for, like, the last three or four years. But that's a secret mission, and they won't say what it's for, but it's that's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's the longest ever... Uh, craft in space ever. It's like, yeah, three, two or three years in space. Well, not, I mean, like, the space station's been up there longer. But, like, reusable craft. That, yeah, that comes back down. Yeah. 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 So, okay. I, think, I think it's time. All right. Hey, everybody. How's the part of the show? <laughs> no, we call Review Roulette. This is where randomly each week, uh, Fresher and Parlance, I'm Parlance, he's Fresher, randomly select the title from the Netflix catalog. We then uh, w- review that movie the following week, but we wouldn't say review, right, Fresher? Yeah, uh, we more go over how, like, the whole movie, it's pretty much spoiler alert. Just go over the story, you know. But yeah. we do give it a number rating, so. That is true. Last week, we picked the Chinese thriller slash, uh, what is it, intrigue? I don't know, sci-fi? Yeah, History? I don't know, it's not sci-fi. It's like... uh, anyway, the Chinese uh, cinema feature film... Painted Skin, The Resurrection, starring no one you would know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But Um, it was pretty good, though. I enjoyed it. It was really long. It was like two and a half hours or something. uh, It was one hour and 31 minutes, and it was the longest film we have reviewed to date. I thought it was long. It's longer than that. Well, according to this this, uh, Netflix uh, QE thing, it says 131. No, because I was like... I was like... 40 minutes in, and it still said an hour and a half. That would be two hours and ten minutes, just so you yeah, know. Yeah, that's what I was saying originally. Well, that's what I just said. An hour and 31 minutes is two hours and ten minutes. Wait, what? <laughs> I said 131 minutes, and you just verified what I oh, said. Oh, minutes. Oh, it's not an hour and 31 minutes. It's 131 minutes. Yeah, okay. don't be confused. Okay. Don't be confused. Don't be confused. I thought you said an hour and 31 minutes. I was like, no, it's way longer than that. Did you know when they made Titanic... They said they 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 were really fearful because the movie was so long. So instead of saying the movie was like three hours and twenty minutes, what they said was the movie was two hours and eighty minutes. Really? Yeah. That's like super long. I know. So anyway, back to the movie. Uh, Painted skin, the resurrection. When ancient really human, good. when ancient human heart eating fox spirit Zhao Wei, determined to become human, meets up with a scarred princess Jing. The two become interested in the same man. Soon, Zhao Wei offers Jing a diabolical deal that will restore her beauty. 
Okay, that's the that's the. the I feel like that's not even accurate of the real story. Nah, that's kind of like the story. They weren't even interested in the same guy. No, they weren't interested in the same guy. So it's totally different than that. Like, I think the story was pretty good. I mean, it was simple, but... So let's start from the beginning. All right. So, I'm going to let you own this one because you really love this movie. All right. Well, I don't really love it, but I, I thought it was pretty good. So, it's like, it's pretty much about demons and humans and about how demons want to be humans and humans want to be demons. But the demons are basically animals that um, have lived long enough that they become... They be able to take human form, but they have to eat human hearts to be able to keep human form. But anyways, so one of them helped a human, and so she was frozen for eternity, basically. But uh, she gets uh, freed from the frozenness because her bird other demon helps her out. So they're basically tricking guys to give them their hearts, and so they can like keep human form. And uh, frankly, it's not even just tricking. They'll just reach into your heart and eat it. Yeah, they'll just eat your heart and like. But so there's it's like, like it's like Indiana jo- Indiana Jones when in the Temple of Doom when that guy reaches in pulls the heart out. I know. Yeah. Ah, I'm trying to think of the. I'm have, I'm having trouble staying on track with this one because I'm like jumping all over the place like in my mind. But so anyways, there's this princess and she has a crush on this guy, and uh, so. Who is stationed at a remote outpost, and he's a general who used to watch over her in the guard. But after he got, she got attacked by a bear and got scarred on her face. He put in himself in self-exile to uh, be a military commander at this remote outpost, which borders a neighboring war nation. Because he thought that he should have uh, been able to protect her better, so he's kind of punishing himself or whatever. Right. But so the princess. The princess supposedly has a heart that's like a lot more, it's way stronger than other people's hearts. So the demon is interested in it because it keeps it warm because it's always worried about freezing from not having human hearts or whatever. But um, if, the, if the human gives their heart to the demon, then the human and demon can like switch places. And so... Well, wait, 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 demon, hold on. Wait, there's your, they can switch places, but it has to be during an eclipse, I thought. I know, I thought so too, but that wasn't like super clear because they already did it. So I don't think they, they here's the thing, I don't think she gave her she they let them switch skins, right? So they switched skins the first time. Okay, yeah. But let's but we're getting ahead of ourselves because so essentially she comes in and uh, she meets up with the uh, the, the, the queen, the, the this uh, fox uh, what, what are they called? No, no. Uh, it was the wolf. It was the wolf nation or whatever. Fox spirit. No, the fox spirit comes oh, the fox in, spirit. and she does a dance and hypnotizes the main male protagonist, who um, the princess. Basically, was... she can have any guy that she wants, and so yeah, she hypnotizes him. Um, but the princess is all upset because she wants is there because she's on a um uh what's it um. A mission. She wants to like, profess her love or whatever. She wants to profess her love before she has to go marry this other dude who is um, the, the, like, essentially the prince of the neighboring warring nation. Yeah, and so they're going to marry her off like, to like, make the war stop. Right. But this guy, this, uh, this, the general guy who is still living in the guilt of not protecting her, um, doesn't like, fess up to loving her. Yeah, because he thinks like, his... You know, she's a princess and he's just a guard, so like he can't like 
it wouldn't work, even though she's totally, like, prodding him, like, don't you like me? Don't you like me? And he can't say yeah because it's, like, you know, it's his, like, it's basically his boss. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So he um, he ends up having uh, some some sexy time with the fox spirit. Yeah. Which because, gets... like, she, like, put a spell on him or whatever. Right. And then the fox spirit's like, yo, it's for reals, this guy, like, he's totally into me. You want to be with him? Let's just change skin. Yeah. And you can see what I mean. Yeah, no, because she's trying to say that, like, you know, he's just a man, and, like, all they care about is beauty, and, like, it's, you know, totally, you know, you can just have my skin and see how he's just going after the beautiful guy. Because she's super self-conscious because she has a scarred face that, like, it's her looks that make him not like her. Right. Even though, like, I think that the other chick was actually super hotter so, than the Fox one. So they switch bodies in this very dramatic scene. Yeah. They have to drink um, a thing, and they're in a bath, and whatever. It's intense. So, like, the preview made it, the whole thing look dramatic, but, like, there was not that much, like, magic stuff. It was mostly story, but it was good story. True. Meanwhile, while this is happening, there's a weird kind of uh, off-kilter demon hunter... Oh, yeah. Um, who befriends the bird demon. <laughs> yeah, so he's a demon hunter, but, like, apparently demons take, like, a thousand, or, like, 200 to a thousand years to become a demon. And so the demons, there were no demons, like, around for this demon hunter when he grew up, so he'd never seen one. So he, like, basically was peddling, like, fake potions because he felt like it was fake, even though it was, like, his lineage, lineage to, like, be a demon hunter. So he didn't really know what that meant. So when he saw a real demon, like, it started making more sense to him. Yeah, and he had, like, a demon detector. Um, he also had a grimoire. I don't know. Have you ever watched the movie, the TV show Grimm? Uh, no. Essentially, in Grimm, they have uh, these books filled with, like, these people that are actually, like, you know, werewolf, essentially mystical creatures, and he has a book, and he's a Grimm, and he could see them. Oh, yeah. And so, like the demon book, he had, like, a little scrolls from his ancestors um, as a matter of fact, now I think about it, Grimm might be a total ripoff of this movie. Um, <laughs> but the, I think this is newer, though. This is pretty new. They're right around the same time. I think they actually, so maybe they both happened at the same time. And So anyway, he has a book, and, and he's never heard of a bird one. So he starts investigating, taking pictures, asking questions, so he could add new panels to his demon scrolls to learn more about it so he could pass on to generation. And secondarily, as it turns out, if you're a demon hunter, your blood cannot be, you can't, is, is like poison to the... It's essentially so demons, yeah, it totally burns them. It burns them like, uh, I don't know, like acid, sort of. Yeah, but so the demons can't feel pain, and so the bird one, like, so then it's like they can't feel love, because they don't have hearts or whatever. Right. That's why they eat human hearts. But so because this bird, like, demon chick, she, like, felt the pain of, like, the burning from his blood. She's like, you know, I felt pain. Like, it's like, you know, I understand now or whatever. And then the fox one's like, you don't understand. <laughs> it's different for humans. <laughs> so then, um, so now that she she switches skins, going back to the other story, she goes into the other one and then has a crazy night of like love and and sensuality with the the general. Who's but so she has a fake being the demon chick. So she it's not as the princess; it's as the demon chick. Right. So and then, so, like, then she's pissed because, like, why did you totally fall for her? Like, I thought you loved me or whatever. But it right. was her. And he could tell. And he could tell. And then... he was like, you fight like the princess. So then they switch back. The eclipse is coming. 
And then the warring nation shows up and is like, bum, bum, bum. where is our queen? Where's our prime or whatever? Yeah, where's our where's the, the prince, princess? We need it for a prince. So then the general goes out there and he's like, you're not doing this right. You know, get the hell out of here. We're going to take care of you. And then there's a big, big massive fight between him and a giant and then him and a... Um, and all the, they were like... Uh, wolf, like demons or whatever. But, so they, it's it's yeah. weird about the warring nation. Like they, They're like the... the the uh, wolf clan or whatever, and they have like this weird priest who's like totally. It's a Chinese movie. Everything's Chinese, and it's this weird white guy with like this head, like his super bulgy head. And I think I don't know Chinese, but I feel like he had a pretty white guy accent Chinese. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was gonna. Make sure. I actually thought he sounded pretty good Chinese to me. I he sounded pretty accenty Chinese to me, and I don't even know Chinese. I mean, but it was pretty good. I mean, it's definitely good. It just didn't sound like a Chinese person. So anyway, the general uh, att- like fights off all of these guys, uh, and then the other, this fat guy who made his appearance, and another uh, warrior who was like friends with the general comes out and helps him a little bit, and then they beat all the people up, kill all the wolf people, and then kill the fat, the giant, and then all of a sudden. They cut to the, the giant army there with the queen, the, the prince, the queen, I guess, right? Or was she yeah. the princess? I think she's the queen. She's like fire or whatever, and then uh, they shoot these massive, a massive like. Yeah, no. So, so overall, in the whole movie, all of the like uh, visuals are really good. Like it's like crazy CG, but like really stylized. Very but the massive stylized. arrow thing was like really cool. So they shoot, like, I don't know, 2,000 arrows into the sky, and it just shows them flying up and then calming. It's actually one of the most... Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then um, the fat guy jumps in front of the, uh, the the general, and he takes all the arrows and, like, creates a body shield. Yeah. Meanwhile, he, fat, he takes lots of space. But then, and then that guy gets shot with an arrow. And they're like, we're going to kill everyone now. We're going to storm the castle. And then finally the princess comes out. But before the princess comes out... They change bodies again because this time, if so, she... yeah, they Go didn't ahead. change bodies at that time. I thought they had. That was the princess. Oh, it was. They changed bodies after. Oh, oh, so you're, they right. Changed, you're right. You're they right. changed bodies after. So after the princess comes out and says, "Okay, I'll go. I'll marry you," but then like. Because before she said like, you know, I can't marry them because I love the general guy. So like. You know, that's why she denied to do it and why they were pissed. But then she said, okay, fine, I'll do it, but give me three days. And so they give her three days. But then in those three days is when she's uh, talking to the fox demon chick, and they, they, she decides, okay, I'll give you my heart, you know, and so we can switch bodies, and then you'll be a human, but you're going to have to go and live as, you know, the, the bride of this, like, super evil, you know, prince. And so your life is going to be horrible, and then I'll have to live the life of a demon. And so they're both, like, compromising, because, like, she's like, at least if I'm a demon, I can be with, like, the guy that I like or whatever. And so, like, yeah. So they, she gives the heart... She gives her heart to the demon. They switch bodies again. And um, so the demon chick is now the princess, and she goes after the three days to go over to the uh, get married. But it turns out... That so she just got her heart and she's like smelling flowers because now she like is full on a human and she's never experienced all these things. It's like the best thing ever, and uh, she goes over to get married and it turns out that like the only reason that they wanted the princess to marry this prince 
is because the prince was totally a guy who, when she was a demon, she ate the de they ate the guy's heart, and so like they only wanted the princess to take her heart out to give back to the prince. And so, like, she's, like, you know, only been a human for, like, a day, and they're, like, all right, well, yeah, we don't care about you. We just want your heart. But, like, she just got it. So, like, then they're, that, that's when they go for the, their, their demon, or their uh, priest guy, who's, like, the magician or whatever, he knew about all that, like, full moon stuff, or the eclipse stuff, and they were going to try to switch out the heart during the eclipse because they knew that was the only time you could do it. And so they were going to, like, sacrifice what they thought was the princess's heart it was her heart, but it was, like, in the demon... I don't know. It was the demon personality with the princess's heart. Yeah, and so, like, they find that out, so, like, it was a good twist, because she originally ate that guy's heart, so it's kind of her fault in the first place, and then, like, it's kind of funny that, like, she didn't even care if she was going to be tortured the rest of her life. All she wanted to do was be human, and then, like, Right away, they're going to take her heart, which is, like, the only thing that she got to be human. <laughs> That's kind of ridiculous. So, like, she was kind of snickering at the whole idea of it at first because, like, it was super ironic. And, like, um, then she, like, kind of is pissed and, like, tries to use her magic, but she forgets. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm human now. I have, like, no magic. So uh, um, the this is when the tie-in with that... Uh, demon hunter is, because the demon hunter who's friends with the bird demon, like, the bird demon comes and says, like, oh, they're captured, they switch bodies or whatever, and so he goes and tells the general that, like, that's not, you know, that's not really the princess over there, that's the demon, and the demon is actually the princess. So, like, they go over and try to save him, and then they, you know, I could, just summing it up, they, like, switch bodies again because, like, you know, they save the the princess demon chick, and then like the full moon happens, and they like the yeah. Nothing is more human than human tears. They, yeah. She hugs her, the tears come down. It's bigger than a heart, and then they merge together as one. And then yeah, it's like they're both basically the human is the demon and the human now. The demon's gone, and then like yeah, and then they ride off into the sunset or whatever. Yeah, we forgot one key thing. What when the it? guy slices his eyeballs open to... I know! Because, yeah, that was ridiculous. So anyway, uh, the guy slices his eyeballs... The general who that was... In, that the princess was in love with was under the spell of the demon. He's like, it doesn't matter. He's like, I love you, but I'm always going to love her because I'm under the spell. So he's like, but I'm going to solve that. He takes a blade out and slices his eyes. And he's like, now I'll no, never yeah. have to... <coughs> like, That's now, now I'll never have to look at them. And then during that whole battle scene where they, they merge, he fights people off because he's an amazing archer and he could do lots of things blindfolded, which they showed at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, so I mean, he like, basically like, has mega hearing and he's just like super aware of stuff. But, so um, what did you think? Of, what, what Overall, what was your... I mean, I don't know. I so, thought this so movie... A couple other mini points that I took notes on. Uh, a really good quote when the princess is a demon but she, like, hasn't eaten any hearts yet and, like, she's totally losing her power because she needs to eat more hearts. Like, she's, like, still talking about the azaleas and everything and a good quote is, let me eat this heart and we can go pick azaleas. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny because she's all dying. But anyways, yeah. Also, that, that dude was always wearing gloves. She's like, feel my face. And he has these, like, super thick, like, armor gloves on and he's, like, touching her face. That was weird. And, uh, yeah. 
Also, when they, she took off the mask, her face wasn't even that horribly scarred. Yeah, it totally I, wasn't even that bad. I it feel was like, like some scars. nothing like a good foundation couldn't take care of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to be all super gross and, like, you know, all red and, like, scarred, but it was just, like, some cut marks or whatever. But, well, I'm going to, number-wise, I'm giving this movie an 8. An 8? You didn't let me give the drum roll! Oh, sorry. Okay, I am giving this movie a... Oh, no! Six. Six? That's cool. I knew. I told you today. I think you liked it way more I know, than I did. I know. So I liked it because the story was dumb, and it was like you know super typical Chinese movie story, like about like you know some sort of traditional demon lore, and then like princesses and battling nations or whatever. But I thought it was like a pretty good standard, and like the visuals were way good. The, the score was, was really the music was terrible. The music was super terrible. The music was so lame. And like, uh, yeah. All right, I'm revising, I'm revising, I'm revising. Six and a half. Six and a half? Why well, yeah. can't even do that math. What's eight and six and a half? Uh, that would be uh, 13. And that would be, huh? 7.25? Yeah. All right. But that's it was a good movie. I would I would suggest it to 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 watch. It was very entertaining. Yeah, I mean I mean fans of the show who just listen to us blather on about this movie may not want to see it, but maybe you do. Maybe you should see it because the it is it has it does have some really good special effects. Yeah. I don't like I don't think I liked it obviously based on reviews as much as uh, Fresher over there, but I did think that the visual some, not all some of the visual effects, like specifically in the ice with the ice woman, when she would freeze and stuff, when she was playing the mandolin or whatever she was playing, and the freezing yeah. would come up, and it like would freeze the it even freeze the the flame on the candle. I know, I know, the freezing the flame that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, um, I thought it had some pretty cool stuff. The story I felt was okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it was like it wasn't like groundbreaking, but I like the Chinese lore aspect of it. True, true. And I thought like the like the setting looked pretty good too, like the set design. Yeah, no, and I liked all the angle the camera angles they did and stuff. Yeah. And the characters I feel like they weren't too deep. They were really shallow characters, like they didn't explain a lot about them, but they just explained enough to make it work. Okay, so I think it's time to pick another another title. Alright. So uh, I'm choosing another r- random Rotten Tomato. A random tomato. Off of uh, instawatcher.com, which is what we use to pick our random numbers. Ooh, this one looks pretty good and lame. All right, I'll read mine first. I got The Last Stand. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Wait, a... That's a classic. What do you mean? The Last Stand? The Last Stand. It was made in 2013. Yeah. Oh, it's I already... mean, that's like... No, you haven't seen that? The Last Stand with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. No, it just came out last year. I haven't seen it. Oh. All right, well, anyways, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a border town sheriff who's taken up his post after tragic events brought an end to his tenure with the LAPD, but his quiet life is interrupted when a drug boss escapes FBI custody and flees straight toward his town. Starring, oh, it's a Korean director. I like that. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Johnny Knoxville, Forrest Whitaker. Johnny Knoxville? That's random. Yeah, so that's that's this movie. I don't know. You're gonna have to. Be, I'm gonna be hard pressed to move off this one because I do love Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know, and it's like a you know that's like one probably people have seen and stuff. 
I no, this no. is brand new, dude. This is like his movie that he did right after becoming governor. Still. After leaving governor. Okay. Mine is uh, Kid Cannabis, teaming with his best friend and a ragtag group of potheads. Enterprising teen Nate Norman sets out a uh, lucrative operation smuggling large amounts of marijuana from Canada to Idaho, but the young drug trafficker soon sows the seeds of his downfall. Based on a true story. Is it? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, I mean, it sounds like it could be. I just I just looked it up on Google. It said based on a true story. Oh yeah, ninety minutes. How long is that one? Uh, hundred seven minutes. Uh, similar. Not rated. This one, two thousand fourteen. Mine's newer. Mine's uh, R rated, twenty thirteen. I don't know, dude. I kind of want to see the Last Stand. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's definitely more. It's a crowd pleaser. I don't know. I, it, it's probably going to be terrible. I think both of them are going to be terrible. But I haven't seen a Arnold Schwar- a new Arnold Schwarzenegger movie in. A decade. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do last stands. Oh, it's I mean, be... if afterwards we'll probably get more views for searching reviews of last stand than we would kid cannabis. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I bet you both would get. Uh, I don't know. Ji Moon Kim directed this, which is interesting. Yeah. Oh, by the way, FYI. Pt dubs. Guess who? G, guess what movie Ji Woon Kim directed? What? Oh, former selection of a Netflix uh, re- review roulette pick for, of us. Which one? Doomsday Book. <laughs> really? That's a Doomsday Book style one? He directed one of the things in Doomsday Book. Huh. Remember that story we watched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was a director for that. Crazy. All right, so it's Last Stand. The Last Stand. Boom. Boom. Pick. Boom. I'm, I'll send you the link so you can have it. Um, so right. any other uh, any other things you want to talk about before we, uh, we say goodbye for the... We went kind of long today. I think we want to like... Uh, yeah, um, let's see. Let me let me check for this. Um, uh, World War E, safe tape, person seat, airport. Um, I guess, yeah, it should be good. Yeah, I'm good. We're good. We can. We're ready. Okay, so this is this is a wrap. So this is Parland saying toodaloo. This is Fresher saying later taters. Woo!